of helping entrepreneurs write, publish, and profit from their books. I'm really excited to let you know about a program that my partner, Janine Brisbois, and I are offering. It's called Here's Your Wings, Write Your Book. Your credibility depends on it. We are inviting you to join a 30-day program that will get your book from idea to first draft. Today's the day, now's the time, you are the person. Stop the avoidance, teach your audience, your book awaits. For more information about this special program, send me an email at ruthlsnyder at me.com. Welcome, this is Ruth L. Snyder, and you are listening to Choices from Struggle to Strength. Today, I'm very pleased to have Diana Derringer with me. Welcome, Diana. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Tell us where you're joining in from. From Campbellsville, Kentucky. A warm welcome to you. Thank you. So, Diana, tell us a little bit about what you are passionate about and why. One of my greatest passions is to share um, the message about the hope and joy possible when people turn to Jesus in faith. Mm. And two of my favorite ways of doing that have been international ministry and writing. Uh, for several years, I would go on mission trips and loved that. When that became impossible or about the same time that became impossible, my husband and I became a friendship family to international university students. Okay. And loved that. Um, eventually, we had to cut back on that outreach as well. Mm. And uh, so about that time, I started uh, writing more. And soon that included writing uh, Christian radio dramas mm. that are broadcast um, in numerous languages all around the world. And so it's like when God closes one door, another one opens. Mm. And, and that's been exciting to see how it works. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that with us. So do you, you write dramas, like stories that are broadcast on radio? Yes, um, they're, they're Bible-based. Okay. Um, but um, it's sort of like whenever you read some of the, the books, you know, based on the Bible, mm -hmm. where you sort of imagine what it's like okay. to be in that person's shoes, right? Okay. So it's, it's been fun. Uh, on some things, we have a lot of information, and mm -hmm. on others, it's very limited. So mm -hmm. uh, just, it depends on, on the particular story on how I approach it. Right. I'm sure we could have a whole conversation about that. <laughs> oh, I would be glad. Yes. <laughs> so share a little bit about your story, about some of the difficult things that God has taken you through and what you've learned through those times. Right. In 2004, my husband was diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor mm. and his prognosis was three to five years. Mm. Uh, in addition to the initial radiation, he also was on chemotherapy pills mm -hmm. five nights every month for three and a half years. Mm. Um, 
because of his extreme fatigue, memory loss issues, and other health concerns, um, it became impossible for him to continue as a store manager and impossible for me to continue my international mission trips. Mm. However, after um, about three years, he went into remission and has remained so since that time. Oh, wow. Yes. Then in 2009, um, we're not sure exactly which happened first, mm -hmm. but he suffered a stroke, mm. heart attack, and fall with a severe brain injury. Mm. And so the medical staff um, thought when they took him off the respirator the next day that he would die. However, he breathed on his own. He tracked motion and sound. He squeezed our hands in response to prompts. Wow. And days later, he's sitting up talking with us. Then, <laughs> in 2020, um, he began a rapid recline, and we could not find any reason for that. Mm. Um, that climaxed on uh, the day that I noticed he was having some fairly severe stroke-like symptoms. Mm. Um, after some testing in um, IC, while he was in ICU, they determined that he was having seizures that did not manifest like his typical seizures that, you know, as a result of the brain tumor. Mm -hmm. And those in combination with a recent urinary tract infection caused his old stroke symptoms to resurface with a vengeance. So he did not have a stroke, but he was having old stroke symptoms. And once they began um, higher dose anti-seizure medication, then he started improving. Mm. However, with each major health crisis, his needs have increased and so have my caregiver responsibilities. Mm. Mm -hmm. So during those difficult times, what kind of choices did you have to make? I mean, obviously you chose not to go on your mission trips. Mm -hmm. You chose to become a caregiver. What mm -hmm. other choices did you make maybe in your ministry, in your writing, in your, even your personal self-care? Mm -hmm. What would you like to share with us there? Um, from the beginning, we recognized a need to choose. Um, First, our, our first choice was, would we let our circumstances defeat us mm -hmm. or would we choose to make the most of our situation? And for the first few days after his initial diagnosis, uh, my husband interacted very little with other people. And when he emerged, he said, God and I had a little talk and everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Um, did he mean that he knew he was going to be healed? No. Mm -hmm. Did he mean he knew that his treatment would be easy? No. Mm -hmm. Did he mean he knew what to expect? No. Mm -hmm. 
he meant whatever happened would be okay. Mm. That God would carry us through mm. the storms that we were facing. Um, so we had to choose, did we want a life of defeat and gloom or one of victory and joy? Mm. And would we worry over every detail of life or would we hand those over to our loving Lord? Mm -hmm. Would we claim the promise that God gives us or would we agonize over every bump in the road? And so we chose joy. Mm. So that meant adjustment.